All right, so bonus round. Let's talk about mechanics, right? We spent the main show talking about theme. I love theme. Theme is like, this is, that's why I got into games, because I wanted to have a creative outlet to bring out these different ideas in my head, and games are a really cool way to do that, and then mechanics are just ways to bring out the theme. But mechanics are important, exceptionally important. And so what are your favorite mechanics like right now? Like what are you, even games you're designing, games you're just playing, what do you love right now? It's not even so much what I love right now. It's what I've loved for a long time and what I still love and what always creeps into every single one of my designs, no matter how hard I try to keep it out. (laughs) Uh, One, I love traders. I love hidden traders. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) At some point when I'm designing a game, I always have the thought, huh, I wonder if I could put a hidden trader (laughs) in this. I had it during when I was designing Detective. I've had it with every single one of my designs. Yeah. I, I don't always put hidden traders and everything, but I'm, uh, there's always a part of me that wants to mm-hmm. because I love, I think I mentioned this before, I love being able to engage in socially unacceptable behavior yeah. in a safe place. Right. Like It's not okay to lie. Man, I am so hard on my kids when they lie to me, and I hate it when they lie. But we'll, get, we'll sit down with Cockroach Poker, uh, and they'll get to lie to me, and they love it, yeah. and it's fantastic. Um, so I think that that's one of the reasons really, I, I get to trick people. I get to lie to their faces, and the game rewards me for doing that. And then afterwards, uh, we're still friends, hopefully. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think that that is, just, that is just fascinating to me, and so I'm always trying to put traders into my games. I love the psychological component of that. Any other any other mechanics or any mechanics you've played recently that were kind of a new thing? Like, oh man, this is really cool. I haven't played this in a game before. Anything like that? I love I love the legacy stuff hmm. that's going on. I think that's super cool. I love what Rob uh, Daviau has really brought, you know, innovated and brought to to the industry. Um, I would love to design a legacy game, but I think I, Rob has said this multiple times that they are, take two, three, four times as long. Right. Uh, and I believe him and I, <laughs> I'm not exactly. I, and so I don't know if I'll ever make design one of them just because I know how much work and effort. Then again, I designed a game, this detective game which took me five years right. and has like over 100 pages of written material so <laughs> it's not like i'm not a glutton for punishment right so sure why not i'll yeah. design the legacy game it's got to be easier than what i've done <laughs> that's right it's all downhill from here right, right. yeah now is van Ryder like are they up for publishing a legacy like if they had a really oh, good gosh yes yeah. oh my gosh i you kidding we'd sign up for that in a heartbeat yeah I but the, nobody's making those things. Right. Well, I mean, again, they, if they, if they started when they first played their first one, they wouldn't be done now. Like it would still, they'd still be working on it. And so, yeah. But I could see like hostage negotiator, the legacy game. Like when a hostage dies, they're dead. You rip their card yeah. up, they're gone forever. There you go. We well, we wouldn't do that because <laughs> we have a very specific rule, and that the hostages are never named, mm. nor do they have faces. Probably That's for been the a best. Big- <laughs> That's been a very important rule because we didn't want, you know, the abductor killing Harry, the right. hostage. Susan and, is dead. And, no. But, you know, your mom was Susan or whatever. Right. We just didn't, like, we didn't want to get into that. But yeah. to your point, we actually are working on hostage negotiator career mode. Oh, cool. 
which is which isn't necessarily strictly legacy, but it is a campaign style game where you are going, you are facing off against different abductors, but then in between that, you are dealing with various stresses, home life, professional stuff, and so uh, we are working on that. Well, cool, man. Any other thoughts on mechanics or any any ideas or anything just from your game design work that you're, you know, advice on mechanics? Uh, yeah, I think to what you said previously, uh, uh, go with what you love. Yeah. I love hidden traders. Right. So I made a hidden trader game. Uh, if you love worker placement, then by all means, come up with a new twist on worker placement. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you love Euro point salad games, please, you know, make another one of those. So, uh, go with what you love. Another thing that I love is I love hidden movement. Mm-hmm. So letters from Whitechapel, Scotland Yard, man, I think I pretty much own every hidden movement game that's ever been created. Right. <laughs> I, I love that mechanism that much. So I am constantly in the back of my head trying to figure out how to, uh, create a hidden movement game. Yeah, for sure. Now, personally, I love rolling dice. I just I feel good when that mechanic is in a game. And, and the three main games, I'm working on a few different ideas, but the three main ones right now all have rolling dice. Like, that's just a big part of the game. I love I love the unknown. I love grabbing a big handful, too. Like, my football game, you might have eight or nine dice in hand, you know, and toss them on the table, and we're going to see what happens. And I don't know, I, I love figuring out how to marry that, mechanic of rolling dice to the theme where it makes sense you know I don't, I don't want random chance happening when it doesn't make sense but you know in a football game or i'm working on a wrestling game like it's okay to have random things going on and um uh, and throw some dice in there and so yeah i think that's a really good idea if you have a mechanic that like if you look on your game shelf and you notice a trend of worker placement games or absolutely dice driven games whatever maybe that's what you love maybe that's the kind of thing you enjoy and so how can you I think you mentioned this earlier. How can you put a twist on that? Like, how can you make worker placement a little different? How can you make dice rolling a little different so that it's something new and innovative, you know, from something that people have done a thousand times, 10,000 times before. And so again, write what you know, write what you love, design what you know, design what you love. I think that's just really good advice. I think if you're really immersed, like if you have played every worker placement game, you know what exists. Mm -hmm. And so you'll know, when you come up with a new twist on it, you'll know if that's new uh, and you'll know if it's innovative and if it's different because you have spent so much time immersed uh, in games with that mechanism. So not only is it what you love, but it also, because you, you're spending so much time with that thing, it really gives you a strong pool of knowledge to pull from. Yeah, for sure. Now, Evan, any final thoughts on mechanics? So going back to what you said about what uh, doing what you know and what you love, especially as it relates to mechanics, is uh, this is a lesson I learned really early on. I designed Dark Moon, and uh, I thought to myself, "Hey, I should try to design a game that could win the Spiel." Because mm-hmm. you know what 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 designer doesn't think right. that? Um, so I did a bunch of research on all the games that had won the Spiel this year, uh, and like you know took notes on uh, weight, complexity, uh, length, theme, all that kind of stuff, and then decided I was going to try to design a game like that. And it was pretty mediocre. Mm -hmm. Um, It was about building skyscrapers, and it had some interesting uh, mechanisms in it. But basically, there was no theme Mm -hmm. to it, no strong theme. 
And that, I, I couldn't make it through the development process, the point where I had to figure out, is there something good here? Uh, if there is something good, how do I strip away the stuff that's bad? The slog that is 80% of game design, right. because there was no theme, uh, it, I, I just got bored and I, I couldn't do it. And that was one of the most important lessons for me as a designer is that I knew I had to make games with strong theme because it's really what uh, what I lean on and what carries me through that 80% slog of it is is a really strong theme. Uh, I use it as a, a as a as a reference when I'm when I'm I'm having trouble coming up with something. And if I love the theme, then I'm fine to keep coming back to it. Yeah. But if I'm making just a purely mechanical, oh maybe this could win the Spiel des Jahres, man, there's no heart in it for me. Yeah. Now that's not going to be true for everyone else. Uh, Stefan Feld bless his heart, can design games and spreadsheets or whatever <laughs> madness, how he creates that stuff. Right. I, I have no idea. Right. But I know that he's not, well, I don't know this for sure, but he's probably not starting with Thieve. Right. Uh, he's not really being like, oh, Rialto. That was an interesting time period. I wonder what game would really represent that. <laughs> no, he's designing, he's designing a purely mechanical game and then figuring out what theme goes on top of it. I can't do that, and I learned that was probably one of the most important lessons I learned as a designer early on, is that that those are not the kinds of games I make. Right. Those are not the kinds of games I should try to make. Instead, I should try to make bloated games that are super thematic and take me five years to make. So, <laughs> right, and I think I, it's important to know who you are as a, as a designer. Whether you love mechanics and you want to make these really cool mechanical games, that's awesome. We need those. Or if you want to make really rich thematic games, awesome. We need those too. Like everyone can exist in this ecosystem, no matter what you're good at or what you love. And so, being upfront about which side you love and, and just doing that. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Again, really appreciate you coming on the show, and good luck with everything you got going on. Thank you so much, Gabe.